just dance. I want to dance with somebody? As the great words that David Bowie once said. That's what we're going to talk about today. It's dancing, masquerades, parties, spilling drinks on dresses, getting dressed Sailor up. Yeah. Unwanted kisses. Ew. All things we're going to talk about today. Yes. Here on episode number four of Jared and Al Watch Sailor Moon Crystal. Hello. Woo-hoo. I'm Jared. That's Anladium. Hello, I'm Al. And we're going to talk about Act 4, Masquerade, Dance Party, Today. I I just want to say, this is one of my favorite tropes of all time. Okay. I love Masquerade Parties. I don't know why. I think that, like, Masquerade Parties and, like, fan fiction are some of my favorite things to read. Do you have a, a secret desire as well to go to all the Masquerade Dance Parties? probably like I just want to fall in love with like the masked man and be like oh he was masked I don't know anything about you but you're beautiful and I'm in love immediately like it's it's romantic I can only see half your face I'm in love right right I mean it always leads to disaster but like it's it's just I'm so into this trope so into it so like when I saw this masquerade party I'm like oh hey yeah (laughs) give it to me now bud (laughs) oh i'm so stoked so stoked and they like give it to me in episode four like right away not even pulling the punches They're like you know what in several years al is eventually gonna watch this series we have to put something in there that she's really really gonna like masquerade (laughs) let's do it when you were like four or five years old Naoko Takuichi was like, you know, I bet Anladium's really gonna wa- is gonna watch a new anime adaptation of this. I should probably do a masquerade dance party for the fourth chapter. Yep, that's exactly what happened. Wait, <laughs> what year did this come out? Uh, ninety two. Okay, yeah, I was still munching. I mean, I don't know like when this chapter like also came out. It might have been like ninety three. I don't, I don't remember exactly when the manga came out, but regardless, I was a munch. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's what happened, because I love this trope, and I was all about it. Also, I wanted to know what was in the box. What's in the box? What's in the box? So this is also kind of like a a weird episode for me, because when I was originally watching this show back in 2014, when it was originally airing, this is the last episode I had seen of Sailor Moon Crystal until season three. I can understand why... Because of what happens. Mm-hmm. But up until that, it was great. Yeah. So, like, uh, going forward, like, this is all going to be uncharted territory for me. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. It's like JoJo for you now. I mean, kind of. I mean, I know what happens. Because I've read the manga, so I I know I know what's, what's about to happen. So it's not necessarily, like, all brand new stuff for me. I mean, fair point. But, but like, it is, like, for, like, the animation and, like, the, the show itself. Yeah, it's all brand new stuff for me. Yeah. Thumbs up. Yay. So, we have the three team members and Luna. We do. And um, we have the mysterious princess who is blocking traffic. Yes. A lot of traffic um, being blocked. Police barricades. Gotta watch out Sorry, for he's like... I'm going to transform into a marathon runner. She's like, Luna's like, no. <laughs> Don't abuse this. Um, which is great. Um, 
but yeah so the princess is is mysterious and then um your little nino joseph joe star dude it's like hey look i have a picture of her and they have the same glasses which is really (laughs) funny uh he's like she has great taste in glasses (laughs) (laughs) good gag but the big thing Um, about this is like it's the princess of the d kingdom she's bringing forth this box of something and she's gonna unveil it at her big party and and they think it's the jewel that they're after yeah so usagi ami ray luna are like maybe this is the silver crystal Mamaru is like, maybe this is the silver crystal. Neferite's like, maybe this is the silver crystal. <laughs> <laughs> so all parties are going to converge on this masquerade dance party that the Princess of the D Kingdom has going at this huge mansion place where all the, the fancy people are going and Usagi's dad. Yeah, I, Usagi's dad is in this episode. This is his first introduction. And I just remember that I was yelling at you because of the voice actor. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, Keith Silverstein making like a brief appearance in the the first two seasons as Usagi's dad. Yep. He's, uh, I was excited. Man, the voice cast of this is just wonderful. It uh, is. They have a really, really good dub cast. Yeah. So yeah, they all decide like, hey, let's go to this party. Which like, yes, go to the masquerade party. <laughs> so Ami and Ray kind of get roped into going with Usagi. They're like, why are we going? We don't need to be here. Yeah, they they they're reluctant. Yeah. Um, to go and Usagi's just pretty much like, I want to be a princess for a day. Let's do this. And she transforms herself into a princess. She does. And um, okay, sure, why not? So they they go to the party and they're trying to find the princess. And actually, what happens is. Ami and Ray are trying to find the princess yeah. and be responsible. Like they, they all have a plan like, okay, we're going to go into this party. We're going to sneak in. We're going to find the princess. And then immediately as soon as they get in, Usagi just runs off and does her own thing. And Luna can't go because cats aren't allowed in the party. So she has to sneak in eventually a little bit later. But yeah, everyone like the Usagi split up from Ami and Ray. Ami and Ray go off and try and find the princess, which they basically do. Usagi yep. just goes off and does her own thing. She's like, she's, she's soaking up the atmosphere she wants to dance. She She's wants like, to dance. I'm at this party. I look pretty, and all I want to do is dance. As you do. I mean, yeah. But then eventually tragedy strikes. Yeah, so she gets a drink spilled on her, and she's like, oh, no. I need a, a, a handkerchief. I will be stuck out here forever. Which I was like, girl, that is going to stain. That is not That is not something that's going to come out with a handkerchief. I'm sorry. I mean, at least um, the person she bumped into was like, oh, pardon me. It wasn't like, you want to fight? Right, right, exactly. Which I didn't understand why she couldn't just, like, retransform. But then the stain was gone later on anyway, so it didn't matter. Magic. Yeah, I mean. I mean, it wouldn't have mattered anyways if she got stains on that, because, like, she's not keeping that dress, let's be real. Right, it's technically a magic dress anyway, so, yeah. like, she just, like, but, like, boop, the stain's gone. She has a handkerchief at one point that she drops, and I think it has her name on it. It does. It has her name, her year, and her class number on it. Nice. Clever <laughs> which is, girl. Which is a lot of information to have on a handkerchief. It is. Like, can you imagine going to that embroiderer and be like, I need all this information on this handkerchief. <laughs> Why do you need that? Especially, Just do it. Especially because it's only going to be useful for like a year. Right. Like, you have to get all new handkerchiefs every single school year because you went to this embroiderer who wants to put your school year on there. God. It's so unnecessary. 
It really, really is. Um, but the reason, like all of that, all of that is 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 because a certain someone comes in and finds the handkerchief. And he wants to dance with her, and she's like, "I've been thinking about you." Tuxedo mask. Dun dun dun. Dur, dur, dur. They dance. They dance. It's cute. And then it's he really runs cute. away. He does. Like he just randomly runs, like at a full freaking sprint away <laughs> Whoop, from gotta her. Gotta go. Like, what are you doing? And then you start singing "I Ran" by Flock of Seagulls, <laughs> which is perfect. Because I mean, just like he like marathon sprints away from her, and I'm like, what? Why are you doing that? Like, can't you casually jog away? Especially when you're at, like, this high, fancy, flutin' dance party, and he's just right. like, Vroom. He just, like, busts away. Like, he has to take a massive <laughs> all of a sudden. He's like, oh, I gotta go. I'm sorry. These hors d'oeuvres are not settling well with me. <laughs> sorry. And that's when um, you find Luna's back back, and she's like, yeah, I climbed the balcony. I'm back. What's up? Irresponsible. Why are you just dancing here with that suspicious individual? Suspicious character. Ugh. I hate tuxedo mask. She really does. Luna is not a fan. Rightfully so. Yeah, I mean, he's suspicious, and also he doesn't do anything to alleviate her suspicion. Like, he really does not make himself come off as, like, not a shady person. <laughs> no. Especially when you haul ass away like, <laughs> party. like well i shouldn't be here i it's, just realized this and it's not even the, the the last time he'll do that this episode no it's not it's why uh, this boy apparently just should be on the track team is all i figure <laughs> so in the meantime ami and ray have found the princess they're actually doing their job they're doing their job uh they're watching the princess like get the the box the box. Yep. The box. What's in the box? But at the same time, Nephrite has disguised himself as like this helper person. Is that Liam O'Brien? Yes. Okay, Liam O'Brien. Liam O'Brien disguised, disguised himself. <laughs> Guest starring Liam O'Brien as himself. Wait, was this the episode or was it the last episode where you get introduced to Fabulous? Uh, it's this episode. Is that the end? Okay, the man, the man with the giant cape. Yes, it's at the end of this episode. He will be deemed Fab, you guys, <laughs> because I don't know his name, but he has a cape, and so he is Fab. Anyway, Liam O'Brien. As this guy's himself, he's <laughs> in the midst of <laughs> of trying to take the the silver, or what he thinks is the silver crystal, so he transforms, uh, puts the princess under a spell, and then she just, like, she does his bidding. He's like, well, I have the box now. Later. Bye. And basically kind of like storms through the entire party and is like, well, you all are going to go to sleep real quick. Yep. So I'm also a becomes a marathon runner. Yeah. I mean, Ray have to get out of the way. Usagi's in the ballroom while this happening. She's like, well, gotta go. Gotta run. And then somehow like falls over the edge of the balcony. Tuxedo Mask grabs her. They, Tuxedo Mask can't hold on. They fall. Usagi makes the umbrella come out of nowhere like she's Mary Poppins. And yeah. then by the way, guys, umbrellas do not make you float. Nope. Um, Princess Peach lied to you. They fall to the ground. Tuxedo Mask is like, well, you saved me this time. Which Soggy should just be like, yeah, it's not the last time. Motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he just runs away again. <laughs> to be fair, though, like he did try and save her first. He did. 
Um, he, he really put in an effort. There was some real grimacing going on he, when he, he was holding well, on. Let's be real. That boy does not have a lot of upper body strength. <laughs> I mean, he tried. He tried. He gets the you tried sticker. He does. Um, but, but then yeah, he runs away. Pulls <laughs> again. You're like, why are you? You can't even say, like, thanks. Just mm-hmm. gone. Okay. Well, Tuxedo Mask is gone. Time for us to transform. So we get a we got some transformations happening. The three of them take on Neverite's shadow in the princess's body. Sailor Moon's like, oh no, my techniques aren't working. Also, my, my tiara's, tiara's gone. gone. But then she's like, oh, the warmth in my heart from Tuxedo Mask has made a new tiara. <laughs> His hand touched mine. It was warm. Like, well, obviously he's not dead. <laughs> he might be. Also, he's wearing um, gloves. Like. That's not going to tell you if his, his hand's warm. Yeah. Maybe he has hand warmers in those. Or maybe he just has, like, excessive body heat issues. Like, he's really sweaty all the time. <laughs> probably because he runs all the time. And is wearing, like, a three to five-piece tuxedo. Yeah. In the middle yeah, of that's, summer. That's why he's so warm is because he's freaking running all the time in full-piece tuxedo and gloves. Uh. Problem solved. Anyway, so they're like... Oh, oh no! Our attacks aren't working. But now I have a tiara because oh no, I've lost it on Vanilla Ice. And then Tuxedo Mask is on the ground, like, use the light. <laughs> <laughs> and then Usagi's like, oh, I'll just look up to the moon, charge my tiara, and cast a blast. <laughs> yeah, that was. I mean, he helped there at least, but like, where did he even come from? He ran back. He's like. Light. He's like, wait, I forgot to tell you. Okay, I gotta go again. Bye. <laughs> like he just keeps running back and forth. I'm like, dude. I mean, you gotta be super fit at least. Like, I bet you have calves of steel. <laughs> one, the one good thing. That's why. Yeah. That's why he had to be spread eagle the entire bus ride. Oh right, the man spreading was because he just has ginormous legs from all the running he does. <laughs> Makes total sense now. So, anyway, so uh, so the beam <laughs> the beam takes out um, Neferi. I, I, I blanked Liam on a name, Liam O'Brien. Neferi's shadow. He's like, you took down my shadow. I cannot believe. And it's like, buddy, this is a shadow. It's not that powerful. Yeah, it's, it's a shadow, bro. And then you get to meet the four kings of the Dark Kingdom. Cause. So- so far, I know Vanilla Ice. Yes. I know Liam O'Brien. Yes. And I know Fab. So you get so Fab is Kunzite. Okay. Mister Mister Cape. He's Fab. Uh, also, there is Zoisite. Whoa, that's his name. That's uh, that's a that's the wavy hair boy. That sounds like something that Shaggy would yell when he's surprised in Scooby Doo. <laughs> Uh, obviously, we we have Neferite, that's Liam O'Brien, and then Jedi, who's still somehow alive. Yeah, Vanilla Ice is worthless. Yeah, there's like this guy. This guy's worthless. We don't. We don't really. We don't really tag. We, we're just like, hey, we're we're gonna go out and do stuff. We're not really gonna go out and do stuff. We're just gonna make him believe that, and then we're gonna go out and do something else. Yep. Yep. Uh, we're we're gonna meet up at uh, three o'clock for coffee. We're not gonna do that. We're just gonna watch him go. We kind of had to involve him in this because we had to make a point. But after this, like, no. There's no. four of us. 
but there's not really four of us. There's only three. Yep. But yeah, Fab is clearly like in charge because he's got a cape. He is the uh, the as this Wikipedia article says the most powerful general of Queen Barrel. Thus, he is Fab. But also, was a general in his former life to someone else. Oh snap! Which I forgot to bring this up last episode, but if you do remember, when Jedi has Ray, he makes mention that this girl seems familiar to me. I'm strangely attracted to her. Yes. Why would he say that? Is there meaning behind those words? Maybe he's just now realizing that he's attracted to women, too. I don't <laughs> Maybe know. he's like, he's talking, he's like, this girl's beautiful. She would do nothing wrong. Right, right. I mean, like, maybe maybe he just had his first sexual awakening. I don't know. I mean, sometimes it happens. We'll find out. Yeah. Um, who knows? Who knows? So, yeah, that's kind of our introduction to the Dark Kingdom, because this is the Dark Kingdom arc. <laughs> yep. And you get to see uh, a bevy of baddies. But they're still, like, underlings. Let's be real. Um, and... We find out that it's not the the silver thingy majig. It is actually a fancy model of the princess, the first princess. Yep. Um. Also, there's a real problematic part of this episode. Yeah, let's let's talk about the uh, the ending of this episode, which is not great. Is that so it's Usagi- very not great. Usagi is Sailor Moon, and she falls asleep because she's sleepy. And um, she's on a bench. I don't know if it if it shows this in the episode, but the manga basically implies that she 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 drinks an alcoholic beverage of some sort, and that basically makes her pass out. Oh, yeah, that makes this even worse. Um, so she's asleep on a bench, and Tuxedo Mask apparently finishes his marathon and comes back. <laughs> and it's like, all right, guys, like, I'm here to f- help. Oh, you, you you guys already got it taken care of. Uh. Oh, that's that's who. Right, well, embarrassing. time for me to be a creeper. Yeah. Um. So he's like, "Wow, she's beautiful in the moonlight," and like goes up to her and like. It it's really questionable, and I have issues with consent in this situation because she's asleep and mm-hmm. he's like touching her and then eventually kisses her, mm-hmm. and that is not okay. You do not do that. A sexual assault. Period. It is sexual assault. It is always sexual assault. It will always be sexual assault. Do not touch or kiss people when they are not able to consent to doing so. Yep. Unless you have explicit, explicit, explicit consent where somebody says, yes, it is okay to touch me. Or they take your hand and they're like, hey, you can touch me. Let's do this. Or, you know, whatever. They, they initiate. Like cool that's fine if the person is asleep you do not do it yeah even if she's the most beautiful creature in the entire universe to you even if somehow you guys are like married um in some weird alternate universe or past or whatever i don't even know what the flashbacks are but they're attracted to each other but don't do it yeah like obviously like if this was later on in the series it wouldn't be as bad because they would have the they would have they would have the basis of consent there. They would have that relationship established between those two. Right, but at this point they've they literally don't. just met. Yeah, and, and neither like, of them know who like she... either either of them really are. 
Right. I think he knows more than she does, but like she doesn't know his like she doesn't know who he is. She right. knows that he's tuxedo mask. She doesn't know that he's the same guy that she's all like, he's beautiful. It makes my heart go dirt dirt. Right. Um, but like the entire time that this was happening, I was like, no, 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 no. This is not okay. This is so not okay. And um I, I started yelling bro at him um, <laughs> because it was just really, really upsetting to me because it's, that's, that's not what you do. Yeah. Ugh. Um, actually I went back through our texts and, um, what, what I have is bro, you can't just touch people, bro. You can't just kiss people, <laughs> bro. Bro. Why so mysterious? Just make the cat happy, bro. Which is it's a good thing that like Luna comes up and is like, "What the f are you doing?" Like, right. go. Luna's like, clearly this is not okay. Go away. You yeah. Are creepy. And like, who are whose side are you on? And then like, this dumb ass legitimately is like, I don't know which side am I on. I could be on your side or it could be against you. Like, dude, no. <laughs> what? Like, this is the You're... episode of bad decisions on his part. He's not cool like, enough to be, like, a vigilante. Let's be real. No, he's not. And, like, especially when you run away from everything. But, um, like, don't be mysterious with the cat. If the cat doesn't trust you, then, like, try and make the cat trust you. Especially, like, if you're trying to get in with this girl that you're kind of attracted to and, like, it's her cat. Be nice to the cat. Duh. Yeah. But also, like, just don't be, like, a rapist yeah. period it's gross um also like ew ew so that was real problematic and it made me have real issues with him uh which is a shame because i really liked him before that because he has one of my favorite lines of the, uh, the series so far it, it's so like i think even in terms of like the character and everything like it seems real like out of place yeah. Like I think the I think the intention of the scene is supposed to be like, oh, it's romantic and like there's this tension between these two, but like it's supposed to be romantic. Yeah, but it but... it's it obviously it like it completely fails in that aspect and it, I don't know if like, you know, if you read this in the time of its release if like the the feeling of that would be the same way, but like nowadays it's like that's not cool. That's real messed up. Well, and especially like it's not okay in either situation, but especially in the manga where it explicitly says that she had something to drink, like that really makes it not okay. I mean, like they don't necessarily say like, "Hey, she's out," or she drinks like a. Let me see here. She says like, "Hey, I need juice, juice," and then she takes like clearly what looks like a, a beverage contain or the beverage like a wine glass or like a martini glass. She drinks mm -hmm. it, and then she says, "Oh, you know this tastes just great," and she's like. And it has, like, uh, red lines where, like, her in between her eyes. And then she just passes out. And oh. and also says, uh, Shari. So, yeah, she's drunk. So, yeah. Um, I mean, like you said, you could probably, like, chalk up the manga part of it, like, to being a product of its time. Right. Like and, and, but and even she, then, and, it's still not okay. Yeah, and like and 
if you if you look at the scene without like if they cut out that part where he kisses her and he like she because she stumbles and kind of passes out onto him and he kind of just picks her up and like goes to like place her down somewhere so she can rest and if that was the end of that scene that would have been fine that would have been totally fine or like if he like stood next to her and admired her that would have been fine too like it would have been a little creepy but not as creepy Mm mm-hmm um, but I could read that more so as romantic than him, like, touching her and kissing her while she's asleep. Absolutely. Like, admiration is different than actual crossing the line of physical touching. Right. I don't know. Tuxedo mask, don't be a creeper. It, 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 we were talking about this last night. It's, it's definitely one of the things where, like, where I would just be like, hey, man, this sucks. Like, this yeah, is no, bad. It and it, it, it's... It's one of the few times I think like this series kind of like goes in a in a real bad place, and it's why you stopped watching. It is. It's completely like the reason I stopped watching. Because I was like, "That's f- why would I continue watching this? Like that sucks." Like obviously, I know like now like the manga is from the manga, so I was like, "Man, that that really blows." But it's yeah, it's a real shame. It is, um, because I really enjoyed the episode besides that. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm still really enjoying the show, and I, I w- will continue watching it, but um, I really hope they don't pull any more of the shenanigans. I can't necessarily say for certain or not. Okay, well... Because there might be something in an upcoming episode that is somewhat similar, but it's not. it's not that egregious, I would say. Well, if anything happens like this again, expect me to be fully as angry as I am now, guys, because it sucks. It sucks real bad. And, um, like, I, I, I just want romantic characters to be romantic and not, like, creepy and terrible people. That'd be cool. Exactly. Be better, people. Be better. Like, it's... Pro tip. It's, it's not that hard to be romantic without crossing that line it's not that hard but people seem to have a very hard time with it yeah i mean you know this i play a lot of atome games and it crosses <laughs> that line a lot of like oh buddy i think you might be a like closet serial killer buddy <laughs> um i just don't understand like is it like a japanese culture thing that i'm missing um because it seems to happen in that more often maybe maybe um, it is I mean, I, I really don't know. And if somebody does know that's listening to this, like, I would love, love, love to have that input because clearly I'm looking at this from very Western eyes and Western cultural ideals. So to me, it's very offensive. But, you know, it may be something in, like, Japanese culture that I'm not picking up on. I don't know. Right. And even then, like, I would still question it in that case because, like, what is it in Japanese culture that says, like, touching somebody without their consent is okay. Yeah. But regardless, I, I don't know. Um, if somebody has better input, like, please, please, please tell us because that would be rad and I would like that. But um, it seems to happen a lot in this kind of media. Which is strange because, like, they seem to be more, like, oriented towards women. I mean, Otome, definitely. But, like, Sailor Moon is pretty feminine right um so like why it's it's a good question i I don't know um so anyway that's my rant and uh, 
I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would probably uh, wrap this up, episode up, probably. Um, sorry to leave on a downer. Sometimes this is going to happen. Yeah. Um, the show's still rad. <laughs> I'm excited to see some, some more episodes. But, um, yeah, this was problematic for me and I, I love the episode up until this point because like i said masquerade tropes are like my jam i'm so all about it um so like masquerade tropes plus magical girl like hell yeah <laughs> um but creepy touching and kissing not my bag man not my bag no good also a plus for more liam o'brien even if he is the villain uh, so next time, episode number five, we get a new party member. Yay! Yay! Party member get. So we will be discussing Act Five, Makado, Sailor Jupiter, next week on this very fine podcast. Nice. For more from us, you can check out SeasonalAnimeCheckup.com, SAC.cool for past episodes of this podcast, Seasonal Anime Checkup OVA, and the Seasonal Anime Checkup columns and reviews. You can follow us on Twitter at AnimeCheckup, and also you can find Anladium at Anladium.com. So look forward to next week where we discuss episode number five. It's going to get it's going to get a little bit stormy in here. Oh, you didn't. <laughs>